2: Hello and welcome to Maths Lessons, a podcast all about married at first sight. Uh, today's a very special episode. Myself, Omar Abid and Kelly talked to Luke from the show, one of the biggest stars of this series. Now the reason for this intro is that we did have some technical issues, a little internet glitch, the uh, E4 curse struck us as well. It's just at the end of the interview. To be honest though, the stuff that Luke was saying, I'd listen to him shout that to me across a busy motorway. So we hope you enjoy it so we're welcoming now to maths lessons one of the well, probably one of the biggest stories in the whole series for me the heart of the show the series was luke and morag and we're gonna welcome luke hiya
1: hiya luke
0: thank you guys the wet blanket is here
1: (laughs) (laughs) no no way
0: Um, We should I'm calling you out. In the first one or two episodes, you guys call me a wet blanket, (laughs) which is
2: all good. It's all good.
0: (laughs) I I, I actually agree with you guys, but um, yeah, hopefully that's started to change a little bit more now.
2: Yeah, now everyone, you're too much now. (laughs)
1: <laughs> just too much testosterone now
2: Yeah, alpha I know, right? I know, I know, it's crazy um, One thing that I want to start with actually is um, your surname, Luke Dawson It's, uh, it's weird, you yeah. sort of forget that it, in a way it almost reminds you that you're actually a person Because you just get to know people by, by the person Yeah, their I name. mean
1: you just said Luke Dawson and I thought, who's he talking about now?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah no uh, i'm luke dawson I'm a, I'm, a, I'm actually a real person, believe it or not I'm like you know I, I'm not a TV character
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think this is why we're so happy that you've, you, that you wanted to come on because we can actually mm-hmm. get some context and and put questions directly to you rather than it just being mm-hmm. on Twitter or you know memes or uh-huh. this or that. We get mm-hmm. to know you, get to know you properly and see and see what you think of, uh, of everything that's happened in this process. I think what I want to start with is why did you decide to go on? Uh, married at first sight it's quite an extreme decision for to a lot of people
0: well yeah like hey i'm what you see is what you get with me on the show like there's no there's no acting or nothing from me i'm i'm legit like the guy you get from you know married at first sight like but i applied because like i i'd been single for two years and i'd split up from my my ex um and it it, it devastated me this is the truth and I took a whole year out for myself and I was trying to find myself. I didn't want to jump into anything quick. Uh, and I just needed to, you know, take stock of who Luke is. So at the end of that year, um I was like going into Christmas on my own. And I was like, look, what? like, I don't want to be on my own. The whole, the, my whole point is I've always wanted to, you know, with my forever partner and i just remember i was over at my friend's house and like they had married the first like, australian in the background and i was like what is this crap what is this <laughs> who in the hell would do something like this <laughs> and um, they were like oh like everyone calls me Dorsey in my private life and i was like oh Dorsey, you should so do this you'd be wicked at this i was like no nah, come on that's that's crazy anyway i went home that weekend i was on my own again all lonely and i was like okay and then I had a, I'd had a few drinks and I thought about, like, <laughs> applying. So I went online and I just filled out the application form. And then four months later, there's a TV crew at my house filming my backstory. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God. You must have been just yeah. so... Just what a shock to the system, Luke.
0: Honestly, like, you just don't... you. It's surreal, unbelievable, unbelievable.
1: You mentioned there the form that you filled out. Did you have, when mm. you applied, did you have an ideal type in mind, and and what was this ideal woman, if you did have one?
0: So, like, I usually go for um brunettes. This is like my my thing. So, I remember actually a conversation I had with Paul. So, when you fill out the questionnaire at first, it's all about values and like who you are as a person and what the other person is. You, you it kind of doesn't go into the image at that point. So you're talking three months on now with questionnaires back and forth. And I remember when I got talking to Paul Brunson, obviously you guys are like big fans and I am too. He's like the best guy in the world. But we were getting on such a personal level and I remember talking to him, I was like, oh look Paul, just find me someone nice. And he's like, Right, Luke, my man, he's like, tell me your ideal type. And I'm like, right, okay, if I could create someone from a machine, this is what I would look like. So I said, look, um, I go for dark hair. I love long, straight, soft, dark hair. Um, You know, eyes doesn't matter, but I kind of like that dark look. Um, I go for someone who's uh, homely, family-orientated, girl-next-door type, can have a laugh, but very loyal, honest, Etc., etc. Yeah, I can see (laughs) you, (laughs) Gally. Sorry,
1: Luke. I'm already married. Otherwise, I'd be sliding right into your DMs now. I was
0: describing you on purpose. I'm I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But, but like, yeah, that's kind of what I described. And then, like, the whole kids thing came up with Paul. And I always said from day one look, I had been dealing with um, being on my own for two years. And I put so much pressure on me about the children's thing. I actually was in a in a place where it was like, look, it may not happen for me. And I kept pushing perfectly good people away from me because they had kids or they weren't able to, or they didn't want to. And I was just got to the point, I was like, I just want my soulmate. Um, But when they were asking me at the beginning of the process, I was like, yeah, of course, I'd love to have kids in a family. And that's kind of where my story got twisted and, you know, throughout the series was he completely changes himself more. And I'm like, it's not the case. Not, 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 not really. Like in an ideal world, yes, but like it was something I kind of, got to and dealt with um and like kind of in the edit kind of didn't come across like that but um for me yeah i was like oh, i wanted someone loyal honest hard working who's gonna fight for me but yeah dark really
1: oh you must have been gutted when you saw morag come up the aisle eh? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, I can't say that, I can't say that. I mean, like she wasn't was what I ordered, let's put it that way. <laughs>
2: there we go. <laughs> You'd be waiting for you had that one in your pocket,
0: did you? <laughs> yeah, I've got a list right here I want go through.
2: <laughs> if, we, if we talk about the wedding day, because it's just occurred to me, this is the first yeah. chance we actually get to ask someone, like, how, how nerve-wracking is it? Because that is crazy, what you're doing on the uh, wedding day. Do
0: you know, do you know what? It, obviously you're going to be nerve wracking. Like if, if you've been like with someone for 30 years and you are getting married, you're going to be nervous. Right. Um, but I actually, I actually wasn't that nervous. What I was, I was more nervous about the cameras and the whole experience. Cause back then, like, we'd only been on camera for two days. Like we had the stag do and we had the homestay. So the camera was really new to us or for me, but I was obviously nervous about my wife, but you know what? I was more excited because like, I kept thinking like, this could be it. This could be, the the last time i ever have to you know date message someone um what have you and i was like i was excited and then before going into the ceremony yes i was nervous because obviously i walk in first and my i remember my family and friends were to the right and her family and friends were to the left and i was stood there for about a good half an hour and all we did was laugh i was cracking jokes and what have you and i was like oh my god this is getting closer and closer (laughs) and my like the the producers were like, look, look forward now, but when you hear the noise, look round. And I remember James, who was like the the head director, and he he came up to me two minutes before, and he was like, Luke, do not turn round any sooner because I will get fired if you turn round too quick and I was like okay oh my God. but what my, mates, what my mates were doing then was moving their chairs like in the <laughs> background to, to like to wind me up and I was like
2: oh, do I look wrong do I not look wrong it was,
0: it was hilarious so even before more I got there like uh, uh, both our friends and family were having a wicked time it was great
2: on on that wedding day, I mean we saw your wonderful little spin round that's become that's become a bit of a oh, me <laughs> I can't
0: believe I did that it no. was only when like I didn't realise they did that until they came out on the show and like it was Paul C. Brunson who like commented on his um twitter he's like this is the best thing ever i was like oh
2: my god
0: (laughs) it was wonderful i've got gifts and everything about it now (laughs) (laughs)
2: hilarious that day the rest of that day are you just so carried away with emotion that you can't even trust your own judgment i mean it's obviously it sounds like you've come into it with an open mind you're thinking you're thinking positively you're thinking this could be it this could be the last time i have to go through the dating process but do you not trust yourself on that day Do you think I've got to give this time?
0: Uh, Yeah, like I went in and I was committed to the relationship three, four months before going in, like because I wasn't technically engaged right to a stranger. So like I was like, well, I'm going in. But my mindset was is that I'm going to give this 100 percent and I'll make this work with a broomstick if I have to. Like that, that's kind of where like my mindset was because I was so focused because that's all I ever wanted and I was like Look, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity to do this and I was like right this is what I'm doing so I was fully fully invested.
2: Yeah, you can tell that you can tell that very early on. Um, do you do you have a problem with Switzerland? I mean, I thought that was a lovely lovely destination. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> not
0: at, not at all. I, th- I think what it was for Morag was um, we were. Like, we were told where we were going beforehand. So before we met each other, we kind of knew where we were going because we needed a pack. But at the hen do, obviously, she um, was talking to the girls about where we were going on on, on honeymoons, right? And poor Morag had been to Switzerland twice in her life. So she'd already <laughs> oh. experienced it. Whereas oh. me, it was like, like, how I do my travelling these days is I like to go somewhere new every year. So for me, like you're in the middle of the pandemic and I, I get it going all day. I'm like, I don't care, man. Like, <laughs> like I'll go anywhere and love it. Um, but more, I was obviously a little bit different. She'd been there before and she'd obviously been talking to the girls where they're all going on, 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 honeymoon. So, um, yeah.
1: Uh, personally, Luke, I, I really like yeah. Morag. I've warmed to her and the show, but there was such a backlash to her on social media. I was just mm-hmm. wondering, from your point of view, because you were obviously very, very fond of her, did you feel she wasn't fairly represented in the show?
0: Um, It's difficult, it's difficult. I think, you, you, without giving anything away, obviously, where we're at right now, I think the show can only edit the truth. Is, yeah. is, 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 is one thing. Um, I'll never agree with any sort of online abuse. I don't yeah. think any of us deserve it. We all go on this show and we expose our true selves to the experience. And it's very easy for people to point, make fun and, and say what they want. I'll never agree to that. But um, what I will say is that you can only edit the truth. And sometimes, like, there's been things that I've been unhappy with, you know, from the edits and stuff. Um, but it kind of is what it is. Um yeah. But, like, I, I do think uh, a few of the cast have had a slightly unfair, like, edit here or there. But I believe that you can't really fake the whole time of nine weeks through the edit either. So I think every I think everyone's had a fair representation of who they are, but I think sometimes in certain scenes, yeah, it's a bit unfair on people as well.
1: Yeah, I, and I felt a little bit like, I know what you're saying because they couldn't make stuff up completely out of thin air. So that stuff we were seeing Morag say to you about yeah. how you weren't enough or how you weren't manly enough, she did say all that. But then I'm wondering yeah. about the stuff we didn't get to see and I also felt like there was a bit of sexism mm. in the backlash towards Morag because nobody had mm. a go at Ant for saying to Alexis's face that he just didn't fancy her. In fact he was so mm. repulsed by her that he left the programme. That was fine but for Morag to say to you look at the moment I'm not that attracted. There was a huge backlash. Do you think it was a bit sexist?
0: I have never th- my hand on heart thing is I never thought sexist came into it for me um, but I, I, I do, I do agree. Look, I wasn't Morag type. That's absolutely fine. But let's not forget, Morag wasn't mine. And I think, I think there's ways you can say things to people, you know, and how you you, you speak to people, um, you know. Morag has learned loads from that, you know. I know that's not what Morag would say and do now to defend her. But also, <laughs> yeah, you, you say these things, and like I was the one on the receiving end, and it hurt. It, it, it did hurt at the time and like i i have to watch all that again on on the tv like everybody else that's that's it was hard for me to watch
1: what was the hardest um, thing to take that you weren't physically her type or that you weren't man enough um
0: i think the man the man thing for me because it was like hang on you don't actually know me at that point she said those things is like it was very it was only a few days in i'm like you can you, if you don't fancy me that's absolutely fine like you know, I can take that. But the man thing, I think that's, like, a character assassination. And, yeah. like, if that's how she was feeling, it's fine. But, I, like, I, I, I've i always felt I'm confident with who I am as a person. Yes, I struggle with my physical appearance sometimes. Um, and, obviously, Morag was feeling that. That's absolutely fine, too. But in terms of, like, who I am as a person, I've always been confident. Uh, I am a man. I know who I yeah. am. I'll never change because I get so many comments are like you shouldn't change for someone. And I'm like, hey, a few clothes to me to make compromise and something work. I'll take that on board. I'll give it a go. But I'll never change my morals or my beliefs or, you know, anything along those lines, because I know who I am and I'm confident as I am as a man. But yeah, um, yeah I never thought it was it, it was sexist. Um, you know, I don't want to offend anyone at all, but I never took it that way myself.
1: I mean, PCB. We love PCB. He handled it so well because I think he pointed out that Morag's idea of what a man is is actually just wrong. <laughs> She's just describing a dick, not a
2: man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, let's call a spade a spade, isn't it? Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> well, the, I've said before that universally, all of those women at the beginning of the process—they almost admit it openly. I like dickheads, yeah. <laughs> and then they're presented with someone who's not a dickhead, and it. It shows as well how confident you are that you're happy to articulate your feelings. Like, mm-hmm. whereas you know some other cast members have struggled to do that, you've always been very open, and that in itself yeah. shows shows confidence. But just back to that to the to the edit then, and you, you referenced us calling you a wet blanket early on. That honeymoon, <laughs> that honeymoon, that did come across very much as though, like you said, you've said, started this interview by saying it. Morag wasn't your type either. Do you wish that mm-hmm. had been? made more publicly known in the in the edit and maybe you wouldn't have come across so much in that in that way
0: yeah a, a, a little bit I think in the latest episodes I've seen it once or twice where uh, I like it's actually on the show um and it's made it, and I'm like great great because like it wasn't all like I was worshiping more feet and stuff that 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 wasn't the case like we were getting on um w- you know we we had some amazing times on that honeymoon um but the reason the reason more I came out with that and the more that breakfast like it did shock me it absolutely did shock me however we're I'm a gentleman I'm a I, I, I'm a man and the she was away in a foreign country doing this experiment with me but two blokes behind the camera as a producer crew so for me I was trying to look after a make her feel safe that you know, you're away doing this experience on your own with a stranger, but with two blokes behind the camera who actually became our friends. But I was very aware of that. And I felt like I've got nine weeks, this experiment to do all this. But obviously more, I was thinking differently at the time. She wanted quick immediate, you know, action, whereas like I was willing to take the time, I think, to get to know each other and um, and what have you and I, I stated that at the um, the stag do, if you remember, where it's like hey, I, I, we got time and I don't want to jump into anything too serious right now. I just married a stranger. get to know me as me, not what I look like. but we had two very different beliefs at that time.
2: Did you worry then, given that you've said you were like say you were you were sort of engaged to someone and you were fully committed three months before even meeting this uh, this other person? How hard was it though in the moment to keep that level of commitment up? when straight away you're blasted with you know they're not low blows if that's how she feels that's how she feels but as you say yeah. she could have presented that to you better um how difficult was it was there any point where you were thinking early on you know what this is just so far uh, beyond what i was expecting like I, i'm yeah. not sure i can commit
0: yeah yeah like the, i remember that day specifically is so the breakfast uh, we we actually joke about it uh, we call it the breakfast from hell. And um, um like I I remember that ended, the crew went and I went to see I went to console Morag before we did the the videos, the one-to-ones to the camera. And Morag was upset, I was upset. And I just said, Look, it's fine if if this is how you feel, um, just talk to me, but it doesn't always have to be on camera. Kind of, you know just talk to me this like we we should be supporting each other um and she was like yeah yeah i'm sorry kind of thing and i was like nothing to be sorry about i'm sorry too if i've you know not done my part and what have you um but we're here to learn uh and then we went away and then i had my one-to-one with the camera and that's where i got upset and she'd had hers and she went away but we had a few hours away from each other so i was like i was contemplating i was like look I, do i do this i never felt like i belonged in the process at that time and i was like I could I could just call it a day here. I could go home. But then I thought, nah, like, I ain't giving up. Like, I've made a commitment here and I'm gonna give this hundred percent until the very, very end where I know I've given a hundred percent and I can't do anything differently. Um and that's where I went off then. I had I went to get my hair cut, I, I spruced myself up. Um and I organised our romantic meal, which you gotta see thirty seconds of, but actually <laughs> we were we were there for six hours. Do you, do you know what I mean? And like, we, it was we had a, a wicked night. And like, we got on. We 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 opened up. Um, it was the first night really where, yeah, we we both showed each other a different side to one another. I think.
1: Yeah, I, I just, this isn't even a question, Luke. It's just an observation. Mm. On behalf of all other women, other than Morag, there is nothing wrong with your physical appearance then or now, <laughs> okay. um, as I'm sure your DMs are probably showing you. But I, I have a bit <laughs> of <it>. a. <laughs> I have a bit of an opinion about Morag because they mentioned that she was bullied at school and called ugly. Yeah. And I'm thinking mm-hmm. if she's used to being treated like absolute shit, then when somebody comes along who's lovely and warm yeah. and open and honest, she probably doesn't know what to do with that.
0: I, I agree. I agree. And that, that's, the, that, like, that's the side of Morag that I was beginning to, to learn about was that like there is a softer side to her. Um, there is a, a bigger different person there but I also struggle the fact that like why would you speak to someone like that yeah. if you know how it feels so there's yeah. two sides to that but again I think Morag's learned loads from that experience and I'm not like you know slagging Morag off here at all that's not what I mean but I think I need to share her voice because I know she feels differently now and I I, I do feel she's learned from that
2: yeah definitely I mean you know I've had a I've had a bit of fun hopefully gentle fun, nothing too malicious at morag's expense um it, like you, you all have it all of us it's all fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> of course well this is why we knew we'd have a good good chat because you can tell who's taking it in good spirits and and you know sure. who who understands we're laughing um but at crucial points i've said this loads of times morag has owned up to saying yep i was wrong I need to change what I'm doing Um, and that shows self-awareness and you know it's good good insight that she has that she knows that you're you're a good catch and you're different to what's what's been before and she shouldn't have spoken to you in that way Um, and obviously the pressure cooker of the cameras around I was going to ask you when you when you said about doing the one-to-ones with the cameras um, is it a really noticeable thing that when the cameras aren't there you suddenly realize Oh, we have to we have to talk to each other. It's actually a real relationship. This is it something that you don't realise until you're in the moment.
0: Yeah, like like when we got to the apartments, especially because you could be filming for fourteen hours a day on some days. Especially the um, the commitment ceremonies and the dinner parties—they were long days. But then we we like we'd have one day off a week, really, or you'd have some evenings off. And that, me and Mora got on like we got on great like we had the same things in common. Like we watched the same films. We had good talk. We had good chill. We both like eating the same sort of food. There was like, we got on, we, we, we did. There was a lot of times and like, especially later on in the, the experiment where, uh us and the other cast, um, we weren't supposed to be um, congregating together <laughs> because that's where the Megan and Jordan scenario things happen, you know? <laughs> um, but um, we, we, we started to, and um you know, like, couples would host. Uh, and me and Morag, like, we were very social with the other, with the other casts. Uh, and we got on with everybody. And off-camera, that's why it's so infuriating to watch, because the public have got a perception of, why is Luke sticking this out? But from my point of view is, I'm learning a lot watching the program like everybody else. I didn't know Morag was saying a lot of this to the camera away from me, or to the girl. I didn't know this. I Like, I'm learning a lot watching it for the first time too, but for away from the camera, we, we, we mostly got on, like we, we had the same things in common. We, we, we had good chat and I, I at the time I felt like we had each other's back, you know, and that, that was my focus. Like I was there for Morag and I totally had Morag's back. You know, I, 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 I never wanted her to, um, you know, be seen in a different light. I really, I really wanted the best for her. That's the honest truth.
2: We can tell that you had her back when you went to the to the lengths of going out clothes shopping with her, and she put you in what looked like the most uncomfortable pair of trousers I've ever seen. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> <know>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you, do you do you not like socks anymore? What, what's happened? <laughs> hey, I- I, I tell you now like i got socks on now like you
0: know? <laughs> <laughs> um i think like to be honest like i i do kind of wear myself differently a little bit but i haven't kept all the clothes there are some things right now like i'm like no i'll never wear that again <laughs> um especially uh, like watching some of the dinner parties i'm like man how brave was i <laughs> you remember like you you remember like when you're around people who are dressing like that and they're all smart guys, like all the boys, like I love them to daily death. I would do anything for any one of those guys, but they're all model looking and they know what they're doing and they own their shit. But for me, <laughs> I was like, um, okay. I, like, what am I wearing? Like more, I just get frustrated. We will, will just pick something. I'm like, but I want you to like me. I, was like, I don't know. I don't know. So, so I'd go off and like, wear these clothes and i'm like i don't care what i look like as long as like she's happy with me because that's the type of guy i am i don't care what people think of me as long as you know the truth
1: yeah and
0: like that's why i've handled this process so well because i'm watching it now and like what you see is what you get as long as you like you if i offer myself and you don't like that i'm good with that what i don't like is that like if i went on with a character or an act and then you didn't like me i'd struggle to deal with that because You're not getting a f- true reflection. And that's where, like, going back to your previous answer, is what you see was, is what you get with me. Because I knew if you, I could handle if you didn't like me or call me a wet blanket. That's why I take it in my stride, because, hey, it is what it is, but at least I'm true to myself.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, we could see that the cast really warmed to you, Luke, um, especially Matt who yeah. chose? he was the one guy yeah. he would like to convert and then <laughs> maybe after a tiny bit too much red wine really lashed out at Morag. So I was a bit worried so for funny. her.
0: Uh, yeah, look, like um, on the show, um, I, yeah, I got on with everybody. I never fell out with any of the cast. Um, there's obviously people I'm closer to than others. Um, Matt on the show was my bestie. We, we hit it off right at the, um, the stag do. And when we were in the hotel, the producers wrongly put all the boys together on the same floor. So we were <laughs> we were causing we were causing mayhem. And um, but me and Matt just hit it off. We were speaking every day before the wedding and we just we, we were older than the others um, apart from Frankie. Um, and we had a lot in common and we were both really genuine. We both wanted this um, to work, you know, before we met Morag and Dan respectively. Um, and we hit her off and then throughout the process, then we remained close. And I'm just so glad that episode came out because we were a lot closer than what the show came out with. But I, I, I got on, I got on with pretty much everybody. I was really close. Uh, me and Morag were particularly close with Adam and Taya on the show. Um, we still, you know, we're still close. I'm really close with Adam still. I'm really close with Rob. Um, I've been down to Bournemouth to see him in the last couple of weeks to to, to go pay him a visit. Um, and weirdly, like, like, my bestie from the show is Marilise now. Um, we're, that we're, is we're weird. Sti- <laughs> Where did that come from? We, we um, I don't really know, but like, <laughs> I think, I th- like, Frankie and Mar-A-Lise in during the show, they kept themselves quite to themselves for, 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 for most of it and it wasn't until like the final weeks where they started coming to the parties and stuff and you know I love Frankie and I love Marilise and I think I don't know me and Marilise just got loads in common with similar age um, uh, I've been up to see her, I've met her boys and she is what you see she is the classiest person in the UK like, it's like she she's fab so like yeah, like for me, I'm just like, I get on with everybody, but the, obviously the, we're, I'm closer to others. I, you know, I'm still close to Meg as well. I want to shout out to Meg, who had a hard time. Yeah, she did. Um, she did. So uh, I'm still close to her. But me and the boys on the show, all of us are, are, are super close. We, we've got our own WhatsApp group. We all stay in touch. <laughs> we all have banter. Um, and like, they're all my friends for life. They, they really are. Um You know, like, we won't see each other much, I'm sure, but um, when we can, we'll always catch up, um... And it's been ultra good because we've had each other's backs throughout this.
2: Yeah, you can really see that. I think I saw on your Instagram actually when you visited um, uh, visited Rob or Bob, whichever one wants to go by. That um, and he didn't have an ironing board, which was typical Bob. I think I would imagine that. He is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I want to ask about those dinner parties because it's you can tell that you you know you get on with people, and it was great that Matt um, asked those direct questions of Morag because that's what everyone around the country wanted to hear but just yeah. more generally in terms of especially earlier in the series the drama for example like Nikita or just the arguments with Josh and Amy and, and uh, I'll come yeah. to the issue with Morag in, in a second but that atmosphere yeah. it, 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 how difficult is that to, to be there when it's just drama
0: it was hard I wrote that first dinner party I remember we come back from Honeymoon me and Morag were like, right, let's make this work. We walk into that first dinner party, and like, I was looking forward to it because I'd heard all a lot about the girls, and I'd been talking about the boys, and it was like, right, let's let's do this thing. And then when that dinner party happened, I I, I do you know what? I probably didn't speak for two hours, and the one person I kept speaking to was Marilise because we were at the other end of the table, opposite each other. And I remember having a conversation with Marilise. and I was like, what am I doing here? And she said, yeah, same here, Luke. This is not why I signed up for. Because, like, for me, like, I got a professional life out of this. I'm a firefighter for, you know, South Wales Fire Service. And Yay. I hold that in highest esteem. Thanks, Kat. Um, <laughs> like, I, 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 I'm ultra proud of that. But also, um, I'm a manager of the children's home services. And, like, I, I, I'm trying to teach them values and morals in life and, you know, how hard life can be and, you know, conflict and so many things. And I was sat there and I was part of that. And I was like, this is not what I signed up for. It's not what I signed up for. So I, um, after that day, there's a spoiler here. Um, I, I I was like, Look, I can't do this. This is not what I signed up for. I, I came here to meet my soulmate, and I can't be a part of these dinner parties if this is what you're. This is about. Um, and you know, that's nothing to Nikita. I love Nikita. Uh, I love like everybody there. Um, it was just how that dinner party kind of dropped and happened. I was like, what am I doing? I, I I was well shocked and that I didn't feel like I belonged on TV because I was like, this, this isn't me, but obviously everyone made mistakes. No one should, you know, be battered for that. Um is in a great place now. I love her. Um, you know, she's so wonderful. She like people really need to show Nikita some love. Um, but as the dinner parties and things went on, you could see that the dynamics kind of changed and, um, We got closer as a cast I think as well because we were strangers then and as the weeks go on um we, we kinda had each other's backs. And especially at that last one, whereas you can see, um, we were flooded with alcohol before we went in there. <laughs> 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 whereas, like we we were sat there in the breakout rooms before going in and um the, the producers and the runners were kept coming up to one more drink. And we're like, we weren't allowed to drink for the last three weeks because they learned a lot from the first one. <laughs> um but they were like, Let us the last one, let's go for it. And I think that's where you had such a good show because we were all just no inhibitions left. We <laughs> good.
2: good. <laughs> well, now I want to I come to the other dinner party that involves some drama with you directly, and you can see that that um, the the cast get closer as each dinner party comes up. Yeah, but the whole Instagram messages between yeah. Josh and Morag, like, yeah, I think the general perception is, if I, you know, if I can speak for the fan base, is that it's not a big deal. Single people mm-hmm. messaged, that's fine. Yeah. Why Morag has brought it up again at the dinner party seems strange, but then it seemed to escalate. For you know, it was it's a minor issue that she was right to bring up, but it seemed to turn into a, an explosion. What what was it like being at the centre of that? Oh it's
0: horrible. I, I hated that. I hated it. Like for me, like Morag was open and honest with me, and I was like, cool. And I told her, like, a week or two, I was like, just don't bring it up. It just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, And I think what happened was she told the producer um, and then they they kind of um, influenced that conversation to take place at the girls day. So um, that's kind of I think what happened um, and then but but I was annoyed at that dinner party also because I just, I was told look man up, make a speech and I'm yeah cool. So I'm all like put my heart out there um, and the focus was more on a bloody message two two years ago or whenever it was apparently, you know, um, you know, that Josh probably didn't even remember if he did, you know? So like for me, it was a non-issue and that's why I was getting so frustrated. At. I was like, what, why is this an issue? Because like, it, it doesn't need to be talked about. And like, I just put my heart out there and the focus is more about this. And like that really wound me up because the edit shows me being part of that conversation, but I wasn't because I was in a deep conversation with my 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 brother Matt, and we were like talking about him and Dan and love and what have you. And then all of a sudden, I think it was Teo tapped me on the back. I was like Luke, and I was like what what what? Look round, and then that's where I kind of come in, where Josh and Morag are going at it, and and me and Ant are really close as well, and that's where you see and come to my defence. Because he's like that, Luke. You getting played here, and like that's where I, I'm, I'm shell shocked. Because I'm like, what they're saying, I kind of believe, you know. But then my loyalties are towards my wife, and I'm like tipsy. And I was overwhelmed and I was like, I don't know what to do here. I was like, a lot of people are giving me a lot of information. I was also annoyed that, why are we talking about this? Because I've just confessed my love and it wasn't reciprocated. So I was feeling hurt in my own little mind as well. And it just, it was just an explosion. I was just like, man, I can't. I can't really deal with this. And that's where, so more I get upset, bless her. She goes off. She, she's being controlled by the girls. I'm stood there. The boys have gone off another direction. And I just remember sat there with a, with a, with, with, with a glass of wine, looking at the producers going, man, this is good. No, this is good. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm good. Like, what do I do? And then that's where Matt takes me aside and is talking to me. And I'm like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I'll, I'll go see my wife. And then I walk off, And then it cuts out. But I actually run back to Matt and give him a massive hug. (laughs) Because I was like, thanks, brother, thanks. Because I walked off without, like, kind of thanking him. But the edit kind of cuts that off. But I do run back to Matt and give him a massive hug. And then I go um, and see how Morag is.
2: Something else we want to get to before we run out of time. There's so much to cover with you that, you know, we could talk all day. Um, But homestays. Oh, God.
1: Oh, God. Oh, yes.
2: (laughs) Well, before we get Um, to where we all know we're headed, um, (laughs) you you spoke about the difference just in terms of effort, I think, between your homestays at Morag Homestays. Can you Mm -hmm. expand on that? What what did you feel that the effort was that you make that she didn't make?
0: Um, Well, (laughs) the reality is that I had my friends over in the evening as well that didn't make the edit um i had my my family over where i talk about the the children thing um it was edited to say look i didn't want children that's not what i said or meant it meant that like i'm good are you good mum if i couldn't provide you with a grandchild that was basis the ba- you know the basis of it is but we stayed at my house my friends and family were here um my friends and family are very much like me they're very loyal value lovely lovely people and they made nothing but effort to make sure Morag was welcome. Um, and then I get to Essex, and, mm. you know, it was none of that. Like, Luke, I, do you I not just say think that- that's
1: because they- your family are Welsh, though? <laughs> just better people.
0: <laughs> 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 I mean, We're very uh, Welsh down here, as you will know, as you will know yourself. But, um, I mean, yeah, I, we I, got to the like, we, yeah, we, we got to, you know, exit Essex, and it wasn't her friend's. Her, It was her one friend. Her mum was great. Her one friend was great. And one of those friends was a cousin. And she is adorable. They're really good, lovely, lovely people. Um, but her one friend, um, you know, I don't know what happened off camera. what little conversation happened there, but... You know there was an agenda there, wasn't there? And um, look, I'm fine with that. She doesn't know me. I don't care. She's welcome to her opinion. But um, what I was more upset about was, um, like, I was really surprised at how Morag reacted or didn't react on that day than a friend that abuse me all you want. It doesn't bother me. But I, I need, like, I felt that Morag didn't say what I needed to at that point.
1: I think she was just scared of her friend because that friend is terrifying.
0: Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, you know, you know, I'm like, and after the camera, her friend apologized to me. I want to shout that out to her too. Um, she she did say something I won't repeat out of respect to her, and more. I, I won't do that. But we had a big hug. I I said, look, fine. Um, I gave her a hug, and I was like, look, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. I'm 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 cool. If that's what you wanted to say. You, you you defend your friend. And I'm not saying she's wrong, but like, who's to say she's wrong? If, that, if that's what Morag at that time wanted and needed, then it's a friend's right to, to voice that opinion for Morag. I was more upset with the reaction from Morag at that time.
2: Yeah. But um, obviously we make that up. Yeah. I think the, in, in, a, in a weird way, though, it actually works in your favor because it was a good point to show people that you, you know, you do stand up for yourself. You know, you are a confident person. You're not just going to take yeah. take whatever she says. You know, you'll come back at her. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like, like I deal with conflict every day in my life in in children's homes. I deal with physical aggression. Like, I can, I can, I can, I can sell sand. You know, to a camel. Like, yeah. I, I'm good in my words. Like, it means nothing to me. Like, I, I deal with conflict all the time. It means nothing to me. It was more of the emotional side of the relationship that hurt me on that night. But um, yeah, like honestly, like that sort of stuff does not bother me. That's why I deal with all the, the, um, the issues I get online in my stride. Cause like, I really don't care. <laughs> I really don't <laughs> like, I, like, I've got good people in my life. I, I I know who I am. I'm very confident in that respect.
1: We could see that. I mean, I think you said, I just want to go home back to where people just love me for who I am. Mm. And I think that yeah. was my favourite sort of Luke moment, actually, because it was just mm-hmm. like, yeah, you do just deserve to be loved for who you are. And like you said, changing your clothes and everything's fine. But underneath it all, mm. there's you who's very worthy. Go on, Omar.
2: Sorry, I was going to say your favourite Luke moment wasn't the lap dance.
1: No, (laughs) I I, I preferred him going, I'm done. I'm going home to Wales.
0: (laughs) Did did I turn you off, Kelly? I I do apologise. No, no, no,
1: no, I I don't mind the fireman. (laughs) You look lovely, Luke. I just like that fire that we saw from you when you were like, no, I'm not taking this anymore.
0: Yeah, but look, look, I'm very rounded. Like, I've got, like... When you guys call me a wet blanket, for example. That um, wasn't
1: me. I'm gonna come out and say it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: No, but like at that point, that I agree. That's how I was being portrayed because I wasn't able to show my my true self. But what I what I'm really happy with is that you get to start to see my humour and that I am a laugh and I am confident and I have got banter and I am have the ability to laugh at myself, but I am also a pure, honest guy who will do anything for you but I don't deal with bullshit if you're bullshit like get out of my life I don't deal with that but in the experiment you you're tested you're tested constantly and I just kept accepting it um i'm good I'm good with all that but the you know like the the fireman strip for example like we were slightly drunk and <laughs> um morag put it on me to go right you're gonna do this I didn't know nothing about it and I was like yeah fuck, I, I'm going
2: to do this. Like, I'm going like, to laugh.
0: It was afterwards I regretted it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I definitely think, uh, again, it's a lighter moment, but it showed a totally different side of you, because I was surprised that you did it, but that was only because mm. of what I'd seen before. As you say, course, you, were, course, you were portrayed in a particular way, so then when you did it, I yeah. thought, oh, He's actually, he's, yes, he's not yes. self, uh, you know, he's not too worried yeah. about making himself look a bit of an idiot. Yeah, I'm an idiot, man. I like, like, I, I, I like, I'm a tool. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> um,
2: so going into those vow renewals, mm. how how much did you have to think things through? How close were you to going the other way?
0: Um, I, I would say the last one after the homestay it was a lot of convincing for me. Whereas like what you don't see on the edit is so after the Essex, you know, fiasco, um, I was fuming. I did not want, I wanted to go home and all you see is what you get. And I had a chat with Paul and off camera. Um, what you don't see on the, on the thing, we were there for like 40, 45 minutes talking in that conversation about why we were matched. And I wasn't convinced. I wasn't convinced by Paul's answer. Um, but me and Paul kept talking and he kept reassuring me that like, there's something there, Luke, and I think you should stick this out. So I was like, right. Okay. And then we have that scene then where me and Morag have that chat and it was Morag who wanted to make more of a commitment where that was the first time she'd ever said that. And remember, we're like seven weeks in at this point. So I was like, right, okay, like she's turned around. Paul is telling me, the producers are telling me there's something there. My friends from the cast are telling me, look, there's a there's a lot there still. I was like, okay, okay. And then that night we had a party off camera with the cast and me and Morag had the best night. We, we were playing games and we hosted. And it was so good. It was so good. We'd had this blowout and we both needed it and i was like wicked but then the day after then we would go into that um commitment ceremony and i felt okay but i knew we had issues and we were going into the last and i knew we were going to the home stage that week and to me to open up not just more i remember to my world to my house my friends and family but i knew the camera crews would come in and i'm a very private person i, I like i don't share my sex life or well, I'm very, very private. And it took a lot for me to 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 go, do you know what? I'm going to stay because I needed to convince him at this point because at this point I was having doubt. I was having huge doubt. Um, but also, I, I kept remembering my promise. I was like, I'm not going to give this up. I'm going to give the experiment my 100% effort. Um, and that's kind of like, why i do a u-turn from the essex thing to the commitment ceremony where it doesn't play out quite on camera um and it's frustrating sometimes when i watch it and i go man this is why the viewers are like so wound up with me um but there was a lot that happened off camera which is why um, i continue to Pursuit, that must have
1: been amazing, though, to finally get some validation from Morag, even if it was off camera. Just for you personally to hear her say, "Don't go," like, "Let's make a commitment."
0: Yeah, it's what I needed. It was, it was what I needed. Like, remember, you're two months in now, and you're, you're emotionally fatigued because, um, like, I, I didn't have it easy. Let's <laughs> be honest. Um, and like, it was it was just enough for me to go, "Yeah, okay."
2: So okay. I'm going to break the fourth wall a little bit uh, for our for our listeners. We're recording this the night, sorry, the day after the final episode should have gone out, <laughs> but didn't. People <laughs> have had a <laughs> fucking nightmare, nightmare. So nightmare. We're, we're fans for, first and foremost. We know that the Top. reunion episodes coming up Top. on um, coming up on Monday. Monday. We're, we're not yeah. going to go fishing Monday. for any spoilers, so, but just to round things off, um, yeah, with everything that's happened yeah. up to and including the the vow renewals and. Talking yeah. about the process as a whole. Yeah. Has it been worth it for you?
0: Yes, one hundred percent. I think I think for me is you know, without giving away spoilers, I promise you everybody must watch the reunion show. Especially if you if you if you're a Luke fan, you must watch the reunion show. But what you what you will find at the reunion is you, you get everybody back. And we're, like you get some resolutions you get some 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 conflict you get some tears you get some hugs you get some laughs you get some cries um but i promise you that reunion show is gonna melt down <laughs> on the internet, <laughs> but um yeah look like, go back to your original question um i have no regrets i gave a hundred percent to that experiment before it started after it finished I am proud of what I've been able to do, and you know, on my Instagram, for example, I am I'm I'm changing the, what people perceive reality TV people to be doing. I'm going to use it for good. I'm going to be doing a lot of my Instagram to help people and show people that you know we're not all just there for five minutes of fame. I didn't sign up for that, but I've got a following now that you know what there's an interest there and i'm gonna make people's lives better in any way i can on my instagram so that's kind of what i'm grateful for as well it's not just the the love aspect and finding my soul mate and and all that without giving any way any spoilers to how it finishes between me and more obviously but it's also helped my life in other ways that i can help other people so i can't be i cannot not be grateful to um, married at first sight the experts and my fellow cast members for everything we went through um, because yes like I'm I, I'm hopefully going to be able to change people's lives that's
2: fantastic very admirable and I know I thought that would be the the best way to go out but I do think we need to give a shout out to probably my favorite maths lessons fan uh, is your mum
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah like, honestly thank you so much like i told her i was coming on today and she's like oh my god i love it i love it like i love those guys i love them um so she she sends pure love your way as well but i i love that honestly it makes a world when um because like also people have started following my mum and messaging my mum. um like it's all been pure love and she's just like on cloud nine so i want to thank everybody who's like you know, send positives to my mum as well, and especially you guys because I heard them um, on the last episode. You send a shout out to my mum that she listens, and my mum was buzzing. She loved it.
2: <laughs> it's a real treat for us when we saw a, saw a um, comment on on a on a post. It was like, oh my god, that's Luke's mum. <laughs> 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 but we we really appreciate you coming on and giving us all that oh. insight. And honestly, it's been. You strip away all the drama of you know people squabbling and this and that. Watching yeah. your relationship and the and the, stru- the, the obstacles you've had to overcome and things. I think that's really been the heart of the show. This it series. Has. so we really thank you, thank you guys. Thank you Thanks for coming
1: on to chat thank to so us, much. Luke. It was an absolute pleasure.
0: No, it's, the pleasure is honestly all mine, honestly. So if you guys ever needed help in the future or what have you, please just get in touch because, um, you know, it's all, it's all love from me to you guys. Um, and if you want to call me a wet blanket in the future, you're like, <laughs> I'm giving you sign off, you can.
1: i <laughs> I think that's
0: yeah. what <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. But no, thank you so much for having me on. It's been Thanks, a joy. Luke. Absolutely.
2: Thank you well that was great wasn't it luke's certainly more confident than he first came across on the uh, on the tv show and i think there's going to be more to come in that reunion it sounds like there's going to be some fireworks i reckon um we hope you enjoyed it and please check out the other interviews with adam and tyre and bob uh, paul carrot brunson but also leave us a five star rating on apple it really helps the podcast thanks a lot bye